Monday Night Vibes, which are better than when, well, well, today, you know, nobody really had to work too much, so, not too bad. Howdy, what's going on, Stephanie D? Good to see ya, good to see ya. Hey, what's going on, Jose? What's up? Memorial Day, that's right. See, the funny thing is, I was sure Celebration was going to be on the 4th. That's Star Wars Day, because May the 4th, yeah, well, it's also the anniversary, also, was for yeah, for the first Star Wars. What's happening, right? What's going on, Jesse? And we got Cat here. Good to see you. Oops. What? Oh, that was weird. All right. Just brought up a little pop-up window. Anyways. Hi. Hi, Cat. What's going on? No. Are you awake, Jacob? Are you awake? That's right. And everybody's saying hi to each other. Right. Let's see who else. Hello, darling. What's up? We got Carrie here, too. Good to see you, buddy. All right. Hmm, yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else? Let's get these nuts, huh? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hmm. Hello. There's Captain Gator Girl. We got Ryan here, too. And Rosemary. Oh, that's right. Rosemary's here. Where's she at? There we are. Rosemary. Weekend was pretty good. Pretty good. Nice long weekend. Always throws me off, though. Anytime there's a Monday off, I always get a little thrown off because I'm like going, wait, so... I mean, obviously, I could sleep in, which is nice, because I was up till 3 o'clock in the morning last night watching the rest of Stranger Things, because those episodes are, again, now, as the later episodes, because I, uh, I, I had three more episodes to do of uh, Stranger Things, because I only watched, like, I was on five, I didn't watch it all, so then I just started it over, because I was like, fuck it. So I was up till about 3 o'clock in the morning last night, just finishing, because, and yeah, as... The later episodes get on, they're, they're just movies. They're just movie run times now. Hour and a half, whatever the hell, hour and 20, stuff like that. So, you know, see, that's right. Oh, okay, yes. Mm, yeah, so. And yes, you noticed. You noticed. That's right. I grew a goose dash, guys. That's right. Well, so here's the thing, and thank you uh, for noticing that, because I was like, you know what? Obviously, we had Top Gun Maverick that just came out, and everybody's enjoying the shit out of it. I enjoyed it. Would love to see it again. And uh, I, I was like, you know what? And we're going to be talking about, of course, Top Gun Maverick going for, you know, a billion. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I hadn't shaved in like over a year. Or not over a year. <laughs> yeah, this is a year. This took a year, guys. That's how, yeah, that's me. I, I can't grow it that fast. No, no, but uh, like over a week, I hadn't 
shaved. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to shave today. But hey, let's leave. Let's leave the stash. Let's leave the goose stash. Huh? Let's leave that. And I don't know. I'm really rooting for it. I mean, we're going to be talking about it. I'm really rooting for Top Gun Maverick to reach a billion. So maybe I'll keep growing the mustache and just have the mustache until uh, until it reaches a billion or until it annoys the absolute shit out of me. All right. Who wants to go for a mustache ride? Yeah. So, yeah, that's so I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm going to see if I uh, we'll see if it uh, doesn't annoy me or anything like that, because my dad, if you see my dad, my dad has always had a mustache, you know, my, my dad, full on Mexican, always had a had a, a mustache, always looked good on him. I've, I've tried it sometimes, but I just never really liked it. I've always said, you know, I've had the, the goatee before. Uh, I can't really grow a beard because it gets really, really patchy. But, you know, so we'll see. We'll see if it annoys me, but I, I figured, you know what, I'm going to summon the goose or the rooster, whichever you want, you know, and just kind of be like, all right, let's see what we do with this here. And uh, we'll try to try to help it out to uh, to to make it a billion. So, I mean, I look like I'm going undercover <laughs> right now. Got the hat on and got the glasses. All I need is my sunglasses and I'll just be like, I look like I'm going undercover or something like that. So anyways, guys, there we go. Ah, there we go. We'll see what happens. We won't have a mustache gate anytime soon, hopefully. So, uh, all right. Well, bye, Steph. Good to see you. Good to see you for a little bit. <laughs> all right. Let's get to the tweets, huh? Let's get to the tweets. Let's see here. Make sure I got on my shirt. Yeah, we're good. All right. Let's see what happened over this weekend or, well, you know, let's just get to these tweets. <laughs> All righty then. So we got um, we got the right here. We got Mr. Aaron Bailey, who was, of course, on the uh, the vodka stream. He was on the vodka stream recently or he was on the last vodka stream, I should say. And uh, yeah, he just uh, had a, like original piece of art right here. Of course, we talked about, you know, doing stuff like this. But yeah, he made this little poster right here. This is the Batman Night of Truth. Looks pretty cool. I dig it. Definitely dig it. We got Oscar Isaac behind the scenes doing some Moon Knight, getting that costume on. It's always got to be a little weird. I wonder how long it took to get that costume on. But yeah, interesting. And then look at this. SL Custom Toys announces Mr. Rich, unofficial figure. We know who that guy is. That's right. Mr. Bruce Wayne looking for Arthur, of course. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> no, can't get the goatee going. Jose, it's all about the stash. I got the little butt brush underneath my lip, you know, the butt brush. I got that going. But now I'm going to actually strictly just mainly just, you know, stick with the mustache right now. That's right. Uh, Lee Buttered Mihal. That's right. I always love his art. Love when uh, he, anything new posts from him. Always loved his uh, concept of Batman in the bat suit. I think uh, I think Mr. Matt Reeves took some inspirations for sure from that bat suit. Of course, we'll be talking about the Star Wars celebration that happened. This is pretty cool right here. They lit up the chimney stacks with fucking, you know, with the two lightsabers right there. Isn't that insane? That's cool. That's good marketing. Then we got a behind the scenes of Rebel Moon right here. Apparently some tat before, after. Look at that. Somebody had to get their tattoos covered. That is pretty crazy. You know, when you got these actors or, you know, anybody who has tattoos in the way that they could just cover it. Look, look at that. That's pretty flawless right there. Not too shabby. Not sure who exactly has the tattoos, but, yeah, they had to get them covered. So the makeup artist doing their thing right there. 
And here we go. More of this, guys. Like I've been saying, you know, we always were talking about Restore the Snyderverse, Restore the Snyderverse. But, you know, it's, it might not happen anytime soon. So, hey, keep on going forward with making some art, making some art. Okay, we already have Project Justice League. We got the, the gods one that... Um, that uh that eric is doing and then we got fall of justice of the justice league right here that apparently is coming out as well with some art some art that's coming out i don't know if it's gonna be like a motion comic thing i don't know but we'll see but you know we got more people so we got fall of the justice league that's also coming out keep it going keep it going and then of course yes we lost uh we lost a legend we lost an icon in the movie business right here i wish uh, deadline chose a better picture but hey what can you do? Ray Liotta, one of the greats, good fellow. You know what? Uh, people don't sleep on some of these other. I mean, he's been in so many freaking movies. There's a movie called No Escape, or is it called Escape? I can't remember. That came out in the 90s. It was really awesome, and I hadn't seen it forever, and I saw somebody post about it in the timeline, which was great. But, I mean, of course, he's been in so such, you know, a lot of legendary roles. I mean, Goodfellas, everybody talks about that one. But, you know, also, I mean, there's a movie that I really love, too, uh, Identity. I mean, he's not the main star. John, John Cusack is, but Identity is also a really good one that he was in. I don't know. Ray Liotta was also good. He was also in um, uh, Seth Rogen. What was that called? Uh, Observe and Report. He was in that movie, too, which that was kind of like the dark comedy of uh, Paul Blart, the mall cop kind of thing. Yeah, he was in there, too. But yeah. So may he rest in peace. Cheers to Mr. Ray Liotta. Gone too soon. Gone way too soon. All right. Let's see. Oops. Go back. Go back. There we go. All right. We're good. We're good. We're back. We're back. King Griffey Jr. doing his thing. Hey, this is a pretty cool poster for They Live. Like it. Good stuff. We got the Batman Steelbook happening right here. With a lot of uh, I want these posters. I have to go get me one of them right there. To the Batman, they got the letter right there. So the Steelbook's coming out. We got a standee right here. Dwayne The Rock Johnson as uh, Black Adam right there. So, yeah, we got a little standee of, uh, of Dwayne Johnson right here. So that's pretty cool. Of course, we'll be talking about a lot of this right here, all the stuff that was happening, uh, happening when it came to uh, Star, Star Wars Celebration. We'll go over that recap, and then this is pretty uh, scary. It sounds scary, but who knows how true it is, but I just thought it was interesting that WTFX posted, according to NASA, an underwater volcano nicknamed Sharkano has erupted and released a number of mutated volcano sharks, setting them free into the ocean. The sharks had been living and surviving within the volcano in burning hot acidic water. You know things are fucked up when a B-roll plotline from a sci-fi channel movie becomes reality. It's probably not real, but still, a little freaky when you read something like that. Okay, guess I'm not going to the beach this summer, or at least not going into the water. Holy crap. Screw that noise. <sighs> of course, we got all that. Uh, that we'll be talking about. We'll be talking about a lot of that stuff. Uh, here's some behind the scenes of uh, Robin's costume making in Batman Forever. There's the mask, and there's his ass. <laughs> man, looks like Robin's been doing some squats, man. It's like, Jesus. That's pretty interesting, but yeah, you know, got to make it. You got to make it look like that. Of course, it got the nipples on there. <laughs> of course. Making that Robin suit, which I still think is a really good Robin suit. I love the Batman Forever Robin suit, but... I was like, oh, who got a picture of me right here? Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So Jodie Foster is going to be uh, 
joining uh, season four of True Detective. Now, I have to catch up on True Detective because I watched the first season, which was great, with McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Second season with Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn, not so great. I didn't even really get through it. But I know there was like a third season with uh, Mahershala Ali. I got to watch that one. I hear it's better than the second season. So I got to catch up on that and then see what's going to be happening, of course, in True, De- True Detective Season 4. Jodie Foster sounds like it's going to be awesome. I'm going to get some Silence of the Lambs vibes right here. And we have a possible for- first look or a kind of a look of what Mr. Ray Fisher is going to be looking like in a Rebel Moon as a blood axe. So we have his stuntman right here, who's also, you know, Ray's stuntman. And apparently his stuntman posted this image right here. Okay, so you don't see a lot, but hey, you see some long hair. Interesting. So a possible first look of uh, what he might look like. I always kind of suspected. I was like, how much you want to bet? How much you want to If you have a name like Blood Axe, you ain't going to either going to be completely bald or you're going to have some locks, man. You know, you're going to have you're going to look rugged. You're going to look rugged if you have that name. And apparently that's what they're going to be going for when it comes to Ray Fisher's blood axe. He's going to be sporting some uh, some locks right here. He's going to be looking badass. And I guarantee, you know, it'd be awesome. And I wonder if it's going to happen because we all know there's a character in Rebel Moon that has that's half man, half spider that is called Harmada. And we all kind of we, you know, I think we've I've, I've expressed and told you, like, you know, obviously there's the feelings between Walter Hamada and Zack Snyder. They, uh, you know, they don't really like each other, which, you know, we don't really like Mr. Hamada. So obviously, you know, we got a character named Harmada kind of makes you wonder if Ray Fisher's character Blood Axe is going to take on that character and maybe maybe defeat him. Who knows? I guess we'll find out. But that's possibly what. Yeah, it's looking like that's what's going to be. uh what uh, Ray Fisher is going to be looking like right there. Uh, this is Photoshop, but hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, apparently, um, I mean, this is Amy Adams getting uh, getting out of the car right here and uh, some uh, noticeable cleavage right here. But apparently, um, it's a little Photoshopped. If you actually scroll down, people are like, no, it's Photoshopped. They made the boobies bigger. Yeah, you can never trust anything online. I mean, she still looks absolutely beautiful, of course, it's Amy Adams. But at the same time, it's like... Yeah, so, you know, I was looking respectfully, respectfully, but I think, yeah, somebody photoshopped a little bit to make the, make the little bit, a little bit right there, so, <laughs> just saying, whoo, man, um, according to, uh, Miss Grace right here, she is getting Joker vibes. Joker vibes. Joker Reminds vibes. me of Joker. Reminds her of Joker. The Andor trailer reminds her of Joker. That's right. Andor... What we saw and what we'll talk about and kind of go through that trailer probably too, according to Grace, gave her Joker vibes. I don't know if anybody else in the world watched that trailer and got Joker vibes from the Andor trailer. Joker is about somebody, you know, who's very, very skinny and has an issue with laughing, who society has just thrown away, which a lot of people, you know, a lot of people in this this world that they created. And then he starts rebelling. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's some kind of correlation, some kind of parallels. But what the fuck? Joker vibes? I didn't get any kind of Joker vibes. So, Uh, of course, Top Gun Maverick, my first reaction review. Hopefully you guys watch that. And uh, like I said, try and do at least daily post that release the air cut hashtag. Please do so. Help it out. And I got my review up for the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hopefully you guys watch that too. 
Yeah. Uh, so glad I watched it, too. I know I feel bad for anybody who hasn't watched it yet. I mean, let's face it. The, the spoiler window when it comes to series, it's very, very short. You got to you got to jump on that real quick. We got Chris. Uh, I always uh, try to say his last name, but Chris right here, of course, artist right here. Chris, hey, um, he had this little art right here of uh, Justice League, Zack Snyder Justice League. We're talking about Maverick. Tom Cruise has now opened films at number one in five different decades. He's the fucking he's the last remaining of the movie stars. I mean, there's still there's still a there's still a group that still are movie stars. I would say, you know, newer, newer actors who are popular are not really movie stars that much anymore. I guess you could say. But Tom Cruise still still one of the last remaining movie stars. And he's now had five uh, films to open at number one in, uh, in five different decades. Not five films, but five decades of that. So, And yes, can we please stop talking about this? Please stop talking about this. I saw so many goddamn tweets, and I'm just tired of it. I mean, it's like so many tweets of people going like, Jesus Christ. So basically, uh, you know, you, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi in nine years, he's going to be looking like, like this, like he's supposed to look in a... In New Hope, how many? I don't know how many tweets I saw about that. And it's like, shut up, okay? They made oh, they made Ewan McGregor pretty pretty rugged, okay? Okay, I know he's not going to turn into Mr. Guinness right here uh, in nine years, of course not. It's Ewan McGregor, but they did a they did a good job of making him rugged. And if we can accept, if we can accept that Michael Fassbender turns into Ian McClellan in less than a decade, like like the whole fucked up Fox Marvel. X-Men timeline, then we can accept this, okay? We love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, so shut the fuck up. Stop saying that, oh my God, he's going to age like 20 years in nine. It's like, no. I mean, first off, you live in the fucking desert. You live in all that sand and dust and everything. It's going to make your skin a little rugged and everything. And then, of course, if you keep having to save, you know, little Leia, guess what? That's also going to cause some gray hair to pop out and everything like that. Shut up. Shut up, please. Stop it. Anyways, rant over. That's what I wanted to rant about. So, you know, had to do it. Oh, man, guys. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Well, let's see if I have a better one right here. I love this shot. That's a cool shot from Dark Knight. Uh, we got the Aquaman right here because, remember, Mr. Alan um, Richson, he was also Aquaman in uh, Smallville. So we got the two Aquaman right there. You know, I mean, he would have probably been a good, like, full-on Aquaman, to be honest. He would have been at one point, but we all love uh, what Jason did with Aquaman and still want to continue watching him. Uh, we got Miss Samantha Wynn right here. Uh, meet Z. Okay, this is her, her new role right here. Uh, we're all looking forward to seeing it. Hopefully, I can get Samantha Wynn back on the Vodka stream and interview her again. That'd be sweet. I, know, I remember her talking about some future projects, and this is one of them right here. So that's pretty sweet. Hopefully, that happens. And hey, look at this, guys. We got some official images of the Illuminati. So it looks like Marvel kind of released everyone but fucking Reed Richards. No Krasinski. What the shit? What is going on with that? So we got Black Bolt right here, which he looks fucking great. It's This is what I love. I love that Anson uh, Mount, you know, he, he, he was in one of the worst things ever, apparently. I didn't really watch it. It just looked awful. When they try to do an Inhumans 
series. Of course, they try to do that thing where it's like, no, we're not going to actually full on give you the costume. We're going to give you a leather jacket. I mean, they essentially CW'd it. I mean, anytime that we always see like a, a costume reveal, how many people always say like, hey, it looks CW, it looks CW. Well, they in fact did that when it came to Inhumans. They just kind of gave him a leather jacket. And that's about it. That had the design on it. So then when they're like, hey, well, he's got to be part of the Illuminati that's coming from the books right there. Let's bring them back and give them the full-on costume. And to be honest, they should have just did this in the first place because it looked great. It really looked great. It did. So they released the official image, so that's good. And of course, you know, <laughs> what happens to them afterwards? That sucks. And then, of course, we've got Miss Peggy Carter right here, Captain Carter, which uh, she looks great, too. I mean, we want some more Haley Atwell, right? I think we do. I definitely do. Who doesn't want more? But, yeah, then they uh, released Mordor and, um, uh, you know, they didn't release. And then, they, of course, Captain Marvel right here, which I actually dig her costume. Costume was good. Costume was good. I like the the dark Captain Marvel costume. But they didn't release the, uh, the Krasinski Reed Richards still. I don't know why, but they did not. It's interesting, right? I don't know. I don't know why they didn't. But everybody knows. And there's already images all over the place right out there, too. So, yeah, I mean, they look good, but they were not the smartest of people when it came to being the Illuminati. They really thought they could handle Wanda, which they did not. Sad. And then let, check this out, guys. You want to see something that's going to get you uh, excited, going to get you uh, very excited right here? Mm. Samantha Wynn, badass. <laughs> cigarette holy crap hey sit down after that shit man Woo! i tell you what that beautiful so basically what that was is uh you know that was a stunt previs before the wonder woman movie came out um she posted it on her instagram and then of course posted it um she posted it on on twitter she had no idea she doesn't know exactly the the full details of course fans were saying that it was a wonder woman eight 
There's some. There's a certain account on here that was saying it was it was Wonder Woman 1854 previs stunt stuff. It's like no, it wasn't. That was just. Again, when it came to Wonder Woman 1854, there was a picture and there was a backstory that that Zack Snyder created, and you know that he pitched to be like the backstory. It's going to be the filler, but then of course when they're like, well, we gotta, you know, you're not gonna do Wonder Woman, so we have to have somebody else in it. And of course they went with the uh, the World War One. Uh, story as opposed to 1854 uh, and then she of course responded to that sorry guys I do I do have to add I have no idea what the reasoning behind the video was it was shot in April May of 2015 but the speculation is fun yeah nothing wrong with speculating but some people just like oh, this is totally uh Wonder Woman 1854 I'm like no that seems like this was you know just previs from for the Wonder Woman movie that we got World War One, but you know, but still, how badass was that? That was badass. Um, on her uh, on her Instagram, she actually talked about like the certain stunt coordinator she was working with, and the and the guy who filmed it. I mean, I always love watching those stunt previs videos because there's so much like energy to them. Like it's funny how in some movies where you know the camera's just whipping all over the place and like all shaky cam, and there's too many cuts. I tell you, there's some stunt coordinators when they do this previs stuff. Or that shit works. They have it down to a T. You watch a stunt previs video, you're just kind of going like, all right, the fuckers that made Taken 3, take notes. This is how you do that kind of fighting style. Even I would say like some of the stuff in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where it gets shaky cam. It's like, yes, sometimes there's a way to do shaky cam and just and create that energy. That's it right there. And a lot of these stunt coordinators that, you know, these stunt teams really know how to do that, really know how to work the camera, which is just really badass right there. So, yeah, just love that. And so if you didn't fall in love with uh, Samantha Wynn already, you know, now you're welcome. You're probably in love now because, my God, that was just great. Uh, that was just absolutely great. And uh, thank, thank you, Ben Affleck's double chin. <laughs> Rather have Gal doing uh, bat flips in, um, in a shopping mall. Yeah. Well, you know. But again, this was before Wonder Woman 84. I know. I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. Not, you know, we're not all fans of 84. I get that. I get that. But hopefully when it comes to Wonder Woman 3, you know, we'll have something a little bit better, you know, when it comes to present day and a little bit more Amazonian and a little bit more higher energy like that, because that would be pretty damn sweet. All right. Anyways, there's Baby Yoda right there, of course, on display. Um, of course, we uh, we all know that the uh, the official Black Adam trailer is going to premiere on June 8th. So that's pretty cool. Love it. Uh, Mr. Tina, Tina Gao, Go, Gao, who works with, of course, Hans Zimmer. She uh, obviously worked on Top Gun Maverick, which is great. Love that. Hey, Travis Kelsey, apparently uh, his girlfriend, Kayla Nicole, allegedly broke up with him because he kept making her pay half of everything in the five years they were dating. Wow. <laughs> this guy took going Dutch way too seriously. I mean, I understand it. Hey, cool. Equality. Let's uh, let's split the check. Let's split it all. Let's keep on splitting it. Cool. You know, some guys I could totally see, especially if you have a lot of money. I could probably see why they'd want to do that. But at the same time, it's like, well, every now and again, you know, treat, treat, treat one another. You don't have to do it all the time. I mean, I'm sure she's making her own money, too, but he probably makes, uh, you know, being a being a, uh, a pretty uh, awesome uh, tight end for the for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, you're going to probably want to actually, you know, go somewhere. Hey, Mama Film Junkies here. So but five years, that's pretty crazy. 
And then we got our official, uh, we got some concept right here of, uh, of course, Clea, who is going to be played by Charlize Theron. It's right there. That's cool. Here's a basic diagram of the Floating Heads movie poster right here because that's where everything is kind of going. I love this. Yes, names, 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 names. Title, superhero, main villain. Yeah, that's pretty much a breakdown of the Floating Heads movie poster right here. And then some kind of background, of course, and there's always like a circle. I mean, this is essentially every goddamn MCU poster right here. This is their template. That is their template. All right, hopefully you guys watched the vodka stream and my review of uh, whatchamacallit. Um, it was fun, of course. So somebody in L.A. took a, took a nap on a bridge. So naturally, when it comes to L.A., they don't know how to handle things, so they closed off, like, a bunch of fucking lanes. This is, this is how dumb – I mean, we had the worst fucking – L.A. has the worst traffic – and, yeah, I understand that somebody sleeping on a ledge of an overpass is bad, but why do you have to close up all these goddamn lanes? You close up some of them, and then, yeah. But, you know, that's just L.A. for you. What can you do? It's fucking L.A. And we got a new, uh, we got a new little tease. We got a new little tease right here from uh, Project Justice League, Part Due. That's going to be coming out. Looks like we got, uh, we got Nightmare Flash and Nightmare... Nightmare Cyborg carrying him because obviously he got his he got kind of effed up right there, you know, carrying him like Chewie carried C-3PO. That's pretty cool. I like that. I definitely like that. Yeah, I'll be talking about this. Of course, if you if you watched if you watch Stranger Things and you watch the end of episode four of the new season, you understand this gif totally. You totally understand that gif. I like this meme right here. <laughs> the guy wearing a Nirvana shirt. and He's like, nice shirt. Now name three songs. Yeah. You know, anybody who's like a diehard fan, you know, I'm a diehard fan of the Foo Fighters, Metallica, or even Nirvana, you know, also too. You know, when you see people wearing the shirts, you almost want to like quiz them a little bit. Like, are you really a fan or are you just wearing the band shirt because you thought it looked cool? And sometimes you bust some people. You're like, what's your favorite, you know, and then they start naming the popular shit. You go, get out of here, get out of here. <sighs> and if you're not subscribed to my Patreon, well... I did a 34-minute self-podcast this Saturday, talking about all kinds of stuff on there. Well, you know, get a little more unfiltered when it comes to uh, when it comes to recording stuff on Patreon. I didn't do it on Thursday like I usually do, so uh, yeah, posted like a little pod right there. Talked about health content of the week, ranted about fandom things, and ranted about society things. So, gotta love it. Hey, Zack Snyder fell. He he found Arthur again. Apparently, and this guy looks like goddamn Jason Momoa. Look at that. That guy looks like he could be a stand-in right there. Um, man. But yeah, apparently uh, Zack Snyder's in San Diego. Don't worry, he's not going to show up at Comic-Con. Don't, don't freak out yet. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, but yeah, apparently, you know, Zack likes to go to San Diego. Uh, I'm digging, of course, Zack's wearing his, his classic uniform that is the white V-neck. But I'm kind of wondering, are those pajama pants that he's wearing or are they swim trunks? They're probably pajama pants. But I want to believe that they're swim chunks, trunks. That's just, you know, Zack Snyder being Zack Snyder, being a fan, being a fan of this guy. Can you imagine dressed up as Aquaman, as Zack Snyder's Aquaman, the one that he, you know, he found the actor he wanted to design like this. Imagine just running into Zack Snyder and Zack Snyder is fanboying you. Look at Zack. He's pointing at him. It's got the, you know, he's got the smile on his face. That's got to be awesome right there. You got to love that. You got to love that kind of shit. You got to love it. You really do. Of course, we'll be talking about that. 
Um, one of these films are not like the others because, yeah, and I, I don't agree with this. This tweet right here says the only four films in existence that seem to have united film Twitter. Yeah. You know, when it comes to Mad Max, Fury Road, everybody just kind of loves it. You know, Spider-Man into the Spideyverse. And now we got everything everywhere all at once. And now we got Top Gun Maverick. Everybody's just collectively loving it. But like I said, one of these things is not like the others because guess what? Three of them are pre-existing franchises. Everything, everywhere, all at once is an original idea. That's why I keep on saying support this shit, please. Support it. Support it. Hey, what's going on, Mattia? You've been an 18-month member. Dave, what is the name of the last song from Reload? From Reload? Uh, the last song from Reload is The Fixer. The Fixer. Ha! That's right. It's called The Fixer there, Mattia. Any other brain busters? Reload. I almost, I almost said the the last the song of Load. I, I was very close, very close of saying that. So, anyways, I know. Come on, Comic Con is in July. I know, I know. I was making the joke, man. You know, I was making that joke. And then, uh, <clears throat> so then we got this right here. Someone added some animation to uh, uh, Black Manta. I'm guessing that Black Manta stuff right there. That's cool. Hopefully, you checked out Batman the Fanimated. We talk about off balance. A little off balance, vertigo, and then of course the Patreon stream. Thank you guys for joining last night. Jose, Eric, Carrie, uh, William, everybody, fill up. You know, thank you guys for joining. Of course, you too, Jacob. You know, loved seeing you guys on there. Let's see, we got anything? Here we go. We showed this last night. See, it was a little bit inspired. You know, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just, uh, you know, just have the stash. See what happens. I'll be your wingman. I'll be your wingman. There you go. Right. Uh, one year ago yesterday, I think it was. That's when Zack Snyder posted this on uh, Ohio Dave's uh, Twitch stream right here, where he, uh, he showed our very first image of Army of the Dead Lost Vegas. So that was cool. But it's yeah, it's been a year. It's been a little bit. You know, sadly, uh, I think we're it right here. I think we have Jay Oliva. Jay Oliva actually. Well, he said something. We'll get to it. I know it's further up, but yep. So, yeah, we're still waiting on uh, any kind of word from that. Um, this tweet right here, guys. Uh, yeah, you want a little update for the Green Lantern show? It's uh, it's probably, it's really, it's almost going to be scrapped. <laughs> it's almost going to go away. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, I know, like, uh, this Bat Kilmer guy posted this right here because, you know, he's saying, like, you know, he's posting this screenshot right here back from October 9th of 2020, Sam Graham Smith and Mark Guggenheim to write Green Lantern series. And then, uh, yeah, they're saying all this kind of, you know, he's kind of showing that, yeah, that things are moving. Yeah, when it comes to this, I, I, I quote tweeted it, and I said almost is because according to my information, like I said, I was getting a lot of information when it came not a lot of information, but I was just being fed some information when it came to the Warner Brothers Discovery upfront and the fact that Zaslav is running a super tight, tight ship, which I will keep on saying that he is. Obviously, he's cutting down budgets. He wants to save like $3 billion that, you know, of spending or whatever, which, you know, give or take of whatever is going to be a good idea when it comes to that. But from what I gather, when it comes to the Green Lantern series, yeah, it's very much in jeopardy. And to the point where even the actors that have been announced are for it are like, what the fuck? You know, we can't postpone this thing. We can't do I mean, what are you guys doing here? It's kind of messy. Apparently, it's sounding pretty messy when it comes to this Green Lantern series that's been in development hell for like, what, two or three years? Well, two years, I guess you could say. 
And it all sounded great. It sounded like a good idea, but it also sounded very expensive. And now you're just kind of wondering with Zaslav running this tight ship, a lot of people were speculating that the Green Lantern series was just going to be a no-go because he was specifically saying stuff on HBO Max. Of course, he was saying original content. I don't think he actually meant DC content. So I guess we'll see. But from what I gathered, it is almost getting to the point of like, it's not happening. It's yeah. So that's why we haven't really heard much of it. We've heard a couple of actors, but that's that's just, you know, take it or leave it. I don't you know. Take it with a grain of salt. That was just what I was being told um, after the whole Warner Brothers discovery upfront and and what was all happening with like current stuff and things getting axed and everything. So we'll see. I really hope that this would actually turn into something because uh, from what I heard about the story and everything, it all sounded good. But, you know. It started when fucking, you know, AT&T, Warner Brothers, and all of them. It's all just fucked up. All just fucked up. Hey, we got another awkward uh, Vin Diesel. Mm. Mm. Vin Diesel video right Yeah, we in the garage right, right now. Um, we could have ate lunch in our trailer, but no, we No, I think you guys smoked a doobie. I don't know. The it most sounds legendary like... sounds a little garage that's probably more famous than any garage in the world. There's a Tyrese we right here. here. And conversate and smell um, the brakes and the oil. Apparently, the they, they wanted to eat lunch in the garage because it's so cool. Bullshit. Vin's son is actually building. But that's kind of cool. Vin's son is building this car Dom right here. So that's and the cool. last one, he's building this car. So the fans have been wanting over the years for us to get back to the roots of yes. what we know and Not love. Not go to space. And we've heard you. And we're doing it. Okay. So so does that mean they're actually going to time travel to the first movie? Is that what he means by going back to the roots? Yes. Please go back to the roots. You don't need to go to space or anything like that. Please stop that. Hopefully that's what we get. But I somehow doubt that. But I just love how they, you know, casually just put this, um, you know, this video out there. And, of course, Vin just like, you know, just being like, yeah, yeah, just sitting there. God, these videos are awful. Even though I like the one with Jason Momoa. That one was good because Jason Momoa and his and his charisma made it. But Jesus Christ, family, yeah, right? They do sound high. I thought I'm like they probably smoked something in there, maybe. Nothing wrong with that. Sure, you know, do your thing. I mean, probably gonna be difficult if you have to film right after. But it's just kind of funny. I mean, that was like, yeah, we wanted to eat in here. Yeah, it's like, no, you didn't. Where's your food? You wanted to eat in here. There's no food. There's no. Uh, I'm gonna. I know. I'm picking it apart. I know. I know. But whatever, fucking weirdos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, what was your first uh, Zack Snyder movie experience? Mine mine was uh, Dawn of the Dead in the movie theater. His very first movie. I saw it in the movie theater. Me and my friends were blown away by it. Blown away by uh, Dawn of the Dead and the fast zombies and the action and everything. We were absolutely blown away by it. So, yeah. Uh, the, the Zack Snyder Bible, they asked, like, what's your first... And then I love the fact that they said, if it was Army of the Dead or Justice League, welcome to the family. If you're a classic fan, how long have you been around? Yeah, welcome to the family, you know? You know, when you have, like, a certain certain groups that want to say, like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you know, you're not OG or you're not the, the grassroots or whatever the fuck, shut the fuck up. I hate that shit. You want to have new fans, new fans, new fans all the time, you know? But, yeah, I still remember seeing Dawn of the Dead in the movie theater, and that thing was fan fucking fantastic this is crazy leonard uh, bernstein the maestro who is this who is that guy the maestro leonard uh 
Leonard Bernstein? No, that is, uh, that is, of course, Bradley Cooper right there. Look at that shit. Look at that makeup job right there. Yeah. So apparently for Netflix, I think this is happening on Netflix, um, Bradley Cooper is uh, directing another movie. He hasn't directed a movie since The Star is Born, but he's directing one called Maestro. Transformed into that. That's him young right there. But yeah, look at that shit. That is... Mr. Bradley Cooper right there. Not too shabby. Not too shabby right there. That's pretty that's pretty great. That's pretty great. Um, I like it. So not too sure. I don't even know who uh I mean I'm yeah, not that's gotta be that's gotta be a little bit rough too if you're the, the director and the star and you have to like sit there in the makeup chair for probably about, you know, three, four hours prior. That's gotta be a lot of work right there. But yeah. There's Mr. Bradley Cooper right there. That is pretty crazy. I like it. I like it, though. Of course, we'll be talking about that. Uh, we're going to get the first trailer for the live-action Pinocchio tomorrow. Uh, I mean, it's whatever. The only thing that's making it worthwhile to me is this man right here. And Geppetto's being played by Tom Hanks, so I'm okay with at least that part. So, release the air cut. And release the noir, noir version of uh, the Batman, too, while you're at it. Yeah. We're talking about that. I love uh, what Robert Eggers has to say right here, because obviously the Northman didn't quite, you know, do box office numbers, sadly. But his quote said right here, I wouldn't want to direct a Marvel movie. And I'm also going to try to get the I'm not all and I'm also not going to try to get the rights to spawn or something either. I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to do. So thank you, Mr. Eggers. Keep doing what you're going to do. We all appreciate it. You make masterpieces. That's all you got to do. You don't need to direct any of this cape shit. You're fine where you're at, even though I would love it if you directed a Constantine movie. I would. I would. Just saying, I would. And then, like, uh, uh, thank you to DCU Movie Page. It said right here, a week ago, I said sources say that release air cut is not happening for now because WBD's current economic approach of keep uh, the uh, budget tight. But Ayer is finding a budget to pitch the WBD and is important to keep the tag trending high. So listen to the DCE, the DCU movie page. Yes, I did say this last week. If you remember on Film Junkie Live, I talked about how, yes, it's not fully on the table because of all the, the budgeting and all that stuff. Ian, but, but you better believe that David Ayer really wants to find that, that low budget, which I'm pretty certain it would be under $10 million. I, I just, I, who knows though? I'm not the director. I don't know what the footage needs. That whole final act needs to be redone. That's the bad part. But like I said, keep on, keep on keeping on with the release of air cut um, hashtags. Try to do it just a little bit more. There's nothing wrong with that. So, okay. And that's pretty much it. Release the air cut. Do all that stuff. All right. Oh, crap. We got the opening music again. Yep. Relax. There you go. All right. So that's what happened in the tweets right there. So let's talk about what happened at the Star Wars celebration. I'm not going to go over every little thing. There was a lot of things that were uh, happening. I mean, I I probably could have got an invitation to go because it was in Anaheim. Anaheim is literally like like less than an hour away from me. I think that's where it was, right? Anaheim? I probably could have went to it, but... Uh, I don't know. One of these days, I'm just going to be like, all right, I just got to start going to a start going to a bunch of conventions. But the thing is, is like then I can't do like certain things. But yeah, maybe uh, from now on, I got to start like trying to like, all right, use the fact that, hey, I got a YouTube channel. Can I get a press badge or whatever? 
uh, or anything. So, but yeah, it was in Anaheim right here. And I'm just going to basically kind of go through, I mean, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the Star Wars celebration and all the stuff that came out of it. I mean, there's some cool shit that came out of it, for sure. you know, and I'm just going to kind of scroll through like the official Star Wars Twitter handle that was basically breaking down like a lot of different things. And of course, everybody was excited for it. Lucasfilm showcase everything. And, uh, you know, they posted a bunch of quotes, you know, everybody who's involved. But I think one of the biggest things that showed up was the Andor trailer. You know, the trailer that reminds somebody that reminds us of the Joker trailer. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know about you guys, but I was fairly impressed by this trailer right here. I think this is, uh, I mean, it's still very much, of course, in the Skywalker timeline, yes. But at the same time, it feels different. To me, it feels different. I mean... Rogue One is arguably, I would say, I think I agree, and I'm other people agree too, is the fact that Rogue One is the best of the St Disney Star Wars right here. But, you know, pretty damn good trailer right here. I liked it. How are you guys feeling about this trailer right here? Huh? Let's see, he's going to fall back. Okay. Anybody talking about the trailer? Nobody? <laughs> How are we feeling about this trailer? I mean, I think it's, you know, shows a lot... One thing that Rogue One really showed was the war aspect of Star Wars. It sounds like this is going to continue. And there he is. They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. So fat and satisfied. They're everywhere. They're watching me now. What's her name right there? Oh, Maz, whatever her name is. Soon enough, these days will end. These days will end. But yeah, there's going to be like a really good war aspect to it, you know? That's what a reckoning sounds like. Looks good. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Trailer looks good. This is by far the most cinematic look. Yes, I agree with that. And there's the poster right there. I like the old school aspect of it, really do. Uh, of course, uh, Dave Filani, uh, Filani and, uh, and John Favreau were there. They were talking about Ahsoka. Uh, Katie Sackoff, she's arrived. She's apparently going to be. She's going to uh, have her role come back, of course, in Mandalorian Season 3. So, of course, they uh, uh, streaming February of 2023. So, we're not have to, we don't have to wait too much, you know, not as long as some of us were kind of thinking when it came to Mandalorian Season 3. But yes, February of 2023, we'll be able to be watching uh, Season 3 of Mandalorian. Like it. Good. Mandalorian Experience. That was all happening. And then there was this right here. This kind of came out of the blue. But uh, Star Wars Skeleton Crew, led by Jude Law. Executive producers John Watts, of course, who just came off Spider-Man and who was supposed to be directing the Fantastic Four movie. Um, I guess this is the movie because uh, there was, I guess there was information out there that said that John Watts is going to be doing something Star Wars. This is what it is right here. Skeleton Crew. And uh, yeah, it's going to be led by uh, Jude Law. And uh, there's the logo right there. No like real details of what is actually going to be happening with this. But I mean, it sounds almost like a Suicide Squad type. I mean, I know Bad Batch was kind of being that kind of Suicide Squad team that was in the... Uh, but I haven't watched Bad Batch yet, and I heard it's not as great as people were hoping for, but hey, whatever. But uh, but yeah, Skeleton Crew sounds more like a Suicide Squad type of um, series. I don't know, but cool. 
I didn't hear any kind of talk about this, so I like it. And then, of course, we have the uh, the Obi-Wan theme. Uh, John Williams was doing like a whole live concert thing and everything and blah, blah, you know, and it was pretty damn cool. Um, we also got, I mean, big time when that was all happening, John Williams, we also got Harrison Ford to show up. He showed up at the Star Wars celebration to talk about Indiana Jones. And let me see if I can find it here. Got that poster. I know I should have just I should have had that prepped. We have that poster. Here we go. Here's a, well, that's a Photoshop. Never mind. <laughs> we got that Photoshop, the Paddington bear right there. But uh, anybody dizzy yet? Not yet. Good. Okay. Let's see if I can find it. I should have had it already ready to go. But man, where the hell? When the hell did this happen? This is on. Okay. There's the Andor. Back to that. Where was it? Oh, yeah. There's the John Williams stuff right there. I want to play that. But there's the poster right there. The teaser poster for Indiana Jones 5, which looks really great. Hopefully it's better than uh, than the last one, right? God, I still can't believe how long ago that one came out. But, hey, James Mangold, why the F not? So they showed that off. They also showed the Willow trailer as well. There's a celebration right there. There's Harrison Ford showing that. So that was pretty cool. But, yeah, they also showed the Willow trailer, which, you know, I was never, like, the biggest fan of Willow as a kid. I don't know about you guys. Were you guys um, – I don't know if you guys were, like, a big fan of Willow – when you were younger never was so into it my brother was but the uh the trailer for the new willow series looked really good too so that was pretty cool yeah and of course there's uh there's mr warwick davis right there willow himself who was there and who's been in the star wars universe also so that's cool a lot of little shots right there there's the there's the guys that are just running star wars right now and and just uh giving us all the the shit that we want right there so that's pretty cool and of course there are tweeting all that and then of course you know a lot of people have mixed feelings about her of course it's kathleen kennedy the maestro still doing it guy guy is like still doing it like what in his late 80s or whatever john williams man john williams doing all that and then of course these two these two right here these two lovable uh guys right here that we can't wait to see interact on obi-wan kenobi of course they were talking about that they're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi and everything. And then, of course, we got our Andor people right here. Cool. We got a new poster for Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I like that. And the Eye of the Sun. And, of course, Vader right there. Yeah, really good. And then, of course, all the character posters. And, you know, the whole time I was going like, oh, my God, that's Han. That's Han. I didn't realize. I was like, oh, yeah. It's, it's the dude who plays Han. When I was watching Obi-Wan Kenobi, I'm like, that's Han, right? And sure enough, yeah, one of the bad guys. Kamel also in there too. And of course they got the villains. Cool posters. I dig it. Not too bad. You know, I just not really digging the uh the villains too much in the in Obi-Wan yet. So all right. Uh and then we got this announcement of a series called uh Young Jedi Adventures. Now, you know, you gotta have something for the kids. Set during the High Republic era, the original series follow younglings as they study the ways of the Force and become Jedi. Comparison, self, uh, or, uh, yeah, compassion, self-discipline, teamwork, patience, and friendship. Young Jedi Adventures is coming to Disney Plus and Disney Junior spring of 2023. So, yeah, you know, something for the kiddies right there. Nothing wrong with that. And, of course, they showed uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. There's a little trailer that came out with that which I don't know too much of because I'm not playing the games currently right now. Hey, young Skywalker. That's right. Ian McDarmid, of course, the Emperor, he was there. 
He's not. He didn't say if he was gonna, you know, if he was gonna um, show up in Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, yeah, Rick. Uh, Rick Fami. I can never say his last name, but you know who I'm talking about Mr. Rick, who was supposed to be directing the first, the first um, Flash movie. He's actually going to be executive producer on Mandalorian. So they were talking about all that kind of stuff as well, which I thought was cool. There's the article right here. We're thrilled to welcome back Rick Familia. I can never say his last name. You know how bad I am with names, and I apologize for that. As an executive producer to season three of The Mandalorian, hear more about all that. So, And uh, the episodes that, I mean, he directed probably that last season, uh, the Bill Burr episode, he directed that one, and that was probably the best episode of, of last season. A little showdown. That was pretty cool. And then we have Tales of the Jedi animated series that's going to be coming out. Animated shorts, I should say. Anthology. So we're going to be getting some old characters, seeing them young. And uh, here's a whole breakdown right here. Liam Neeson coming back. Okay, remember when Liam Neeson, we talked about this. I think I brought it up where Liam Neeson said that he prefers, he prefers film over TV. So he probably would not come back as Qui-Gon, you know, at all. Because why would he want to do that? That's a series. He's coming back, folks. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't think that Liam Neeson is coming back, then I don't know what to tell you. Because if you watch the first episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, what does Obi-Wan do? He, you know, he kind of just, when he's in this cave, he reaches out to his master and hoping that he could show up in a Force Ghost sense. Well, I mean, it's definitely looks like it's, uh, there he is right there. We got young Qui-Gon right there. They showed this image right here, which apparently... Liam Neeson's son is going to voice the younger version of Qui-Gon, which I thought was pretty cool. And then, of course, we've got young Count Dooku, and we're going to have young Mace Windu as well. So they showed some of that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, Star Wars Tales of the Jedi is an upcoming anthology of original animated shorts headed to Disney Plus this fall that will not only tell stories of Ahsoka and Count Dooku at different parts of their lives, but it will see will also see Liam Neeson return to voice Qui-Gon Jinn. Tales of the Jedi will, uh, was officially revealed at the Star Wars celebration, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, so I'm actually curious and looking forward to this series right here. But I think we just basically, yeah. We know that Liam Neeson is definitely going to be coming back as Qui-Gon in the Obi-Wan series as a Force ghost. That'll be cool. You know, they, they try to keep it under wraps, but, you know, you kind of just put the pieces together. It's pretty easy to spot that that was going to be the case. Here's a cool shot right here of all these people making all this cool shit. Got Pedro Pascal right there. Of course, you got, you know, just got everybody. That's cool. There's, there's that, that goofy bastard right there, lovable bastard. Love Pedro Pascal. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, there's not much. Uh, I know people, when uh, when Rosario Dawson, she uh, talked about Ahsoka. They were talking about, all, uh, there's like a certain droid. See, I'm not too familiar. Like, I still need to finish Clone Wars, still need to watch Rebels. So I'm not too much when it, when it comes to, the Ahsoka stuff, I'm not too strong on, you know, knowing that stuff, but apparently there's a certain droid that showed up on stage and apparently is going to be in it, going to be in the series. And, of course, they showed, they showed like, a little teaser, but they didn't release it. I don't know why they didn't release it. It's weird. Ah, But, yeah, here's some more shots from Tales, uh, Tales of the Jedi. We're going to get, the, of course, uh, a pretty much a backstory of Ahsoka right here. There's little baby Ahsoka right there. So that's cool. Not too bad. Now, there's a, there this 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 I think it's this droid right here. 
I can't remember his name right now, but, you know. Yeah, and then, of course, they talked about Bad Batch, the next season of Bad Batch, which I still need to catch up on that. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much when it comes to just kind of quickly breaking it down. There's going to be another volume of Star Wars Visions, which I think is good. That's a cool little anthology series that just takes artists all around the world, and they have their interpretations of Star Wars. That's pretty smart. You got these two cutie pies right here, Billy Lord and uh, Kelly Marie Tran right there that was uh, took the stage. Looked like, I mean, it was a pretty big damn celebration. A lot of videos coming out of it, a lot of stuff. A lot of things came out of the Star Wars celebration. I would say that the most exciting part of it, to me, that was new, uh, curious about the skeleton crew, but I'm also curious about this uh, Tales, Tales of the Jedi and bringing back some of these, you know, kind of getting some more backstory when it comes to Qui-Gon Jinn or Count Dooku or even Mace Windu. That's, that's what I like. That's what I was like, kind of like, all right, that's pretty damn cool. So anyway, so there's your recap right there of what happened at the Star Wars celebration. And I saw some people, too, that were, like, disappointed that there was no announcement of movies. I'm going, um, yeah, they're not going to be... You realize people didn't really enjoy the last two movies? <laughs> That's why I was kind of going, like, I can, I totally understand why Lucasfilm and Disney are not really going, like, yeah, we got some movies in development, but we're not going to talk about them here. Because, you know... They're in early development. God knows what's going to be happening with them, but they were just all about the TV, like all about the streaming. So that's the thing. This is why Disney Plus is going to end up, you know, it's just climbing up. You got Netflix, Disney Plus is just doing this, man. So, of course, they weren't going to like, you know, they're going to totally promote all of the streaming stuff. So not that. Okay. What the hell? Get out of there. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. All right. So I did a little video. Um, I did a little video earlier today talking about, of course, the box office, which the numbers have changed now. Sorry, I forgot to plug in my laptop. Let me do that real quick. Oh, oh, God damn it. Uh, I didn't lick it first. There we go. Um, get in there. Anyways. OK, so um, I'm, I'm I'm a child. Um so when it comes to Top Gun Maverick, uh, we saw the box office numbers. It's already, uh, you know, exceeded a, a quarter of a billion dollars. And uh, let's see. Let's see what the numbers are right now, because the numbers earlier was 260 million worldwide. Now it's at 282 million. So it's got a little bump, obviously, for three day weekend. So. You know, that was naturally going to happen right there. So that's what Top Gun is doing right there. You know, according to, of course, uh, Variety says breaks Memorial Day weekend records with 156. So this movie is just going to have legs. It's going to have some fucking damn legs. It definitely is. Um, let's see. Where was that? Was it this? No, it wasn't that. Live streaming. It was this. Okay, so let's refresh. Refresh. I uh, did a little uh, whatchamacallit. A little poll right here. So according to, you know, I posted this about two hours ago. I asked, I asked you guys on, on YouTube if uh, you think that Top Gun Maverick will make a billion. Apparently, it's pretty close, according to uh, the, the people that voted. 904 votes currently right now. 53% say yes and 47% say no. Interesting. Interesting. That is pretty interesting right there because I think it has a chance. I think it has a good chance. And like I said... Keep on, uh, keep on growing this mustache, rocking this goose stash, I should say. Try to help it out. Try to give it some positive juju. Because I would love it. I would love it if it reached a billion dollars, you know? 
a movie that's not exactly, you know, it's not a comic book movie. It's not Star Wars. It's not anything like that. Uh, the fact that it's a sequel to an iconic movie that came out in 1986. I want this movie to reach a billion dollars. I hope it does. And I even said this last night uh, on the uh, the Patreon stream when we were talking about it. I thought, well, we got Father's Day coming. You know, Father's Day is going to be here in two weeks. And I would not be surprised if there's an uptick when it comes to that. How many people are going to take their fathers to go see this movie? I mean, I, I have a feeling that that's going to be a thing. That's going to be a, a, a big thing, especially if you have somebody who actually served or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I'm thinking that it's going to. It was great to see you. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great to see me in it. Yeah. Rocking that. You think it's going to be uh, $800 million? <sighs> da, da, da. Yeah. Think it's a flop? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Tell me what you guys think. Uh, tell me what you guys think. Do you think it's going to actually make a billion dollars? I mean, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness hasn't made a billion. I don't think that's going to make a billion. I thought it was going to make a billion, but it really just... Uh, I think it's just because people are like, it's gory. It's got blood in it. It's scary. You know, I think that's what happened. That's what happened. People, the bad word, the bad word of mouth, whatever the fuck. But this is getting nothing but good word of mouth. Top Gun Maverick is getting nothing but good word of mouth. It really is. It's rocking that. that. So I'm thinking it's going to be 300 million before. It's going to be over 300 million by the time we get to next weekend. And there's not really anything that's coming out next weekend. So it's going to have legs. And then, of course, you got Father's Day weekend. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking I think it's going to. I think it's going to. I think it will. I think it's going to get there and we're all going to celebrate like we did at the end of both Top Gun movies. You know, and we're going to hug and cheer and everything like that. I wanted to make a billion dollars. Of course, I probably, you know, jinxed it right now. Yeah, we'll see. I wanted to make a billion dollars as soon as possible because then I'll shave my mustache off. My goose stash, I should say. All right. Bat Fleck. All right, let me find this here because I totally forgot about it. Um, <laughs> so we got some uh, Bat Fleckness. Okay, so we've seen some concept artists. We've seen some concept artists. And uh, here, let me uh, pull this up on the uh, freaking thing right here. We have some concept artists that have uh, apparently have, you know, nothing was fully legit when it came to. Uh, to these uh, concepts. These are early concepts because, you know, after Batman vs. Superman and, of course, Justice League, we were going to get Ben Affleck's Batman. And, um, you know, so we had like a, there was like, let me see, let me find the still images first. Right, there they are. Okay, this is, uh, uh, who knows if it's official, but I just thought it was kind of cool. It probably isn't official, but it looks kind of official. But uh, we have this uh, suit from Patrick Von Rugen, Rugen, whatever. I don't know, but. Check out these concepts. So there he is right there. Whoa, look at that. I don't know. I mean, again, who knows how official it was. Could have just been somebody that just mocked up something. But it's interesting because, I mean, it still very much keeps in the vein of the fact that it's a, it's a gray and black suit. And, you know, any bat suit, I'm all for. I'm like, that's pretty, you know, any bat suit concept, whatever. I mean, obviously, we want the fat bat on there. That would look a lot better with the fat bat. But I do like the gold with the pouches and, of course, the knuckles and everything like that. Um, there's the, the behind right there. 
the back, that strong back. And then there's, there's the chest right there, you know, kind of got this carbon fiber design, fiber design right there. But then there's also a, uh, 3d mock-up of this right here, of this, uh, that this video right here. Look at this. It's kind of cool. It's got rain and everything. They only, whoever made this, even if it wasn't official, still very well done. Look at the rain hitting the suit right here. I mean, this is just sexy shit. You know me, like I said, you give me some Batman this, I'm gonna I'm all about it. I mean it doesn't look as flexible, that's for sure. I don't know if I like the gold on the boots, but yeah. Look at the gold utility belt. It's pretty sweet. But I think they're if you listen to the music, they're using the Batman's music right there, so. And I, you know, the, the 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 logo is not too bad either. But you know, if it's bat flick, you want to have the fat bat. You want to have that fat bat logo or something at least close to it. So it's interesting. It's a sexy bat suit, right? It's not too bad. What's going on, Casey? I like it. As long as you have that chin. As long as you have that, that, fucking, that fucking chin right there. Okay? You will always have, I mean, let's face it. Bat flick will always have the best chin. You know, others have had good, you know. Pattinson has a good jawline. And chin, but you know, just something about Batflex chin. Well, Batflex has the, he has the dimple chin like I do, so that's why I always like, you know, when a casual Batman thing, you know, I always try to get, you know, try to get, you got to have like, you know, the dimple and the chin. It, it helps. It helps. It really does. But I thought that was a cool. Thought that was, you know, slow news day, so I thought I'd share it on Film Junkie Live. Yeah, good. All right, moving on. All right. Wow. And even right now, currently trending in California, as I'm looking at the, the Twitter window right here, it says Vecna. Vecna is is, uh, is trending in California. Is Vecna invading California? Because I wouldn't be surprised. This shithole. <laughs> um, yes. Like I told you guys, um, like I told you guys earlier, I did finish uh, volume one. I didn't I didn't even realize they were splitting this up. Makes sense, though, because Netflix is <laughs> they're bleeding. Yeah. They're like, please stay. Can you please? OK, we're going to give you this. We, we poured 30 million dollars into every episode of Stranger Things, but we're not going to give it to you all at once because we need <laughs> we need some we need money. We need money. But I will say. That 30 million dollars per episode shows in every episode. I would say that, that that had to be spread out a little bit more. Too. I don't think it was like exactly 30, of course, per episode. Because you watch episode 7, chapter 7, the way it starts and the way it finishes, Jesus Christ. Wow. Whoa. But no spoilers. Don't worry if you haven't seen it yet. No spoilers. But uh, talk about this show just keeps getting better and better. Okay, we've been waiting so long to get this new season, but this show just keeps on getting better and better. And I love the fact of how they're structuring because obviously there's more characters. There's the introduction of newer characters. By the way, Eddie, I think his name's Eddie, right? Um, which is a new character who looks like Kurt Hammett. Um, he's a likable character. Of course, you have the existing characters, but I love how they split everybody up. And obviously we got to have, have Hopper, 
we know where he's at over in Mother Russia, you know, and he's got to somehow come back. So you got three different things happening in the season at once, and it all works. I think the main focus on Vecna and the people who are really going for Vecna, that's the, the, the meaty heart. That's the heart of this whole thing. And the other stuff, which also, you know, it's all, you know, stitched together, of course, but it's still very much, it's well just well done just the way that the Duffer brothers and everybody you know does it all work no I think they went a little too I, I think they go anytime you have like a, a story where it's like you have to have a high school setting especially in the 80s so they you know they of course go really hard on the whole bullying aspect of it and uh, you know because obviously 11 is in California now and then she's being bullied by the popular kids and it's like you just kind of go like people would just say that's fucked up I mean I don't care what area you live in. Was it really that? I mean, they've, I mean, you know, that was always just like the trope. I mean, I get it. There's this Stranger Things is full of tropes. I think they always just go a little too hard sometimes on some of that stuff. But at the same time, I get it because it's an 80s trope. But I tell you what, man, every one of these episodes feels goddamn cinematic, cinematic. And what they've done with the Vecna, like, character and of course you know you figure out it was kind of easy to figure out the correlation between all it but i like i really liked how they explain i guess you could say the vecna's origin I, you know the way that they do it it's not just like all right flashback of course when you when you see it happen and there's a lot of exposition a lot of exposition it's like a exposition dump sure but you know certain actors like in those scenes jesus christ and, uh, you know, God forbid, and, and I must warn you, okay, you MCU people out there, if you're watching this, and I know you were a little traumatized by Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and all the gore. Well, you better be careful when you watch Stranger Things. It gets a little gory, okay? gets a little gory. No, it does, which I like. I like it, how it doesn't hold back, but at the same time, it will hold back a little bit. I don't know, but I'm digging it. I'm loving the... You know, obviously, uh, Steve, Steve's always like, if I, if I was one of these characters, I'd be Steve. Steve would be, that would, that's just who I am. Obviously he knows movies. He works at a video store, blah, blah, blah. That would totally be, but I liked, <laughs> I just fucking, Hey man, you always worry about Steve. Why does he always like, you know, he didn't, he got wrapped up in this whole situation. And then there's like a certain episode where you kind of go, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. You know, it's like, please not Steve. But the end of episode four, Jesus Christ, with uh, Max, the character Max, the little thing that happens with her, that was really well done. And it's just, I mean, you're just going, <laughs> go, go, go. I mean, I was just, I was standing up when I was watching that. And then, of course, the end of, I mean, every, every, every cliffhanger just goes, okay, I got to watch another one. I just really got to watch another one. So really good, really good stuff. What did I, why am I being canceled again? Oh, because I made fun of the MCU, uh, the people i don't give a shit but anyways cannot wait for volume two of this season because i'm just kind of because now that we know certain things we know a lot of things i'm just kind of curious like okay how is this wrap up and uh man the fact that i watched this late into the night last night and didn't have any nightmares i think i might maybe i did that's 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 crazy that that didn't happen anyways loving it and hopefully you guys are loving it too and um yeah, that's pretty much it for Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1. I just want the Duffer Brothers to continue doing shit. They're so good. And then uh, Sean Le Levy, Levy, 
he's directing episodes. I forgot he was involved, which, you know, he, he does all the Ryan Reynolds stuff, Free Guy, uh, The Adam Project, all that, and he's directing the new Deadpool. So I like the fact that that's the case, too. I'm like, sweet, sweet. I'm glad. I'm glad that... Um, that he's doing some work right there too. So, ah, we got Nikki right here, Miss Captain Gator Girl. She's she has a better hashtag, uncancel Dave. Thank you for the five dollar super chat, but uh, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. I don't know when it's gonna pop up on the freaking thing. There it is. Jeez, I don't know why there's a delay on only that. Uh, anyways, all right. So let's get to the Twitter questions, eh? All right, Eric. Hey, Dave, in honor of Memorial Day, here's uh, something about war films. Which American war would you most want to see more of or film? Well, we've, we've seen World War II, like, done to death, pretty much. It almost seems like, I don't, I don't know, maybe more World War I or even go to, like, the, um, the Revolutionary War. Go back to those times. And a nice gif, too, by the way. <laughs> nice gif. Of uh, Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan's descendants all die in war. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan ice cream. Maybe more World War One, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Darren, Mr. Laugh Now, Cry Later. Would a Sam Raimi Batman movie pretty much be a live action version of Arkham Games? Just a random thought. Probably be pretty close. He'd do good with all the uh, the crazier villains like your Clayface, your Scarecrows, and all that kind of stuff. Carrie! Okay, Dave, from the following crime dramas, pick one to insert Batman into the plot, regardless of era. <sighs> Untouchables. I think Untouchables. Untouchables. Uh, usual suspects wouldn't be there. Did I get another one? Hey, that's right. Thank you, uh, D Pena. Hashtag D Pena mustache rides. There you go. Thank you, Jose, for that. Yeah, I mean, I mean that 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 just sounds that whole thing. D Pena mustache rides. That just sounds. That entire thing sounds like a porno, right there. There you go. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Untouchables. I think it would be kind of cool because of a. Uh, I don't know. But I could see why Eric said L.A. Confidential, because it's more of like, all right, detective figuring some more shit out. I think the usual suspects, not so much. Not so much. But I like it. Uh, Mr. Cooper Knox, not going to lie, I hated Steve Harrington with a passion in Stranger Things Season 1. Everybody did. But now he has... He has grown to be uh, one of my favorites over the past three seasons. Talk about massive character development. Yes! Yes, we all hated Steve. We all hated Steve in season one. Now he's one of the most beloved characters, and he's one of the most like, Jesus Christ, he's the guy that's like going into things that he shouldn't, and my God. It's like, you get scared for that. We love Steve. Mike, Soup's Kenobi. So David Zaslav is only wanting DC projects with a budget of under $35 million for HBO Max. No, he said original projects he didn't say dc projects well mr saslov i have got a project for you it's called deathstroke star starring joe manganella directed by gareth Ed evans who made the raid for 1.1 million how does that sound exactly nightwing could also follow in this too i mean he said original shows 
but I don't think he meant like when it comes to DC content. I don't know if he meant it for DC content. He might have. Who knows? But yes, you could make a Deathstroke. You could make a Nightwing for a, a small budget. You really could. You really could. I don't know, man. Gareth Evans, man. <sighs> it's frustrating. No, Dave, no. What the hell is this? Faking or genocide. He's not loyal to a flag or a country. He has no rules, no... What is this from? Rules, no boundaries. He doesn't flinch at torture. Human... Tr class. Creepy. Creepy, Jacob. Creepy. Um, Shaquille. Did Baha men find out who let the dogs out? I don't think they find out. I think they're still looking into it. It's been like two decades, and then the Baja men have yet to find out who let the dogs out. It's a mystery. It's a mystery that's going to go on as long as time. Clement, do you think we will see DC fandom this year? Yes. I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, what do you think of this fan cast? Oh, Austin Butler as Booster Gold. Eh, I mean, he has the look for it, but I don't know if he has... I don't know if I like him in the role of Booster Gold because Booster Gold is a goofball. I mean, I'm sure he could pull it off, but I don't know. Uh, it's okay for the look more than anything, but I think, uh, I don't know. There's better ones out there that could play some uh, some Booster Gold. That's just me, though. Mrs. Colbert still holds the title of naughtiest thing said about Dave with what? Oh, God. Oh, boy. I don't even remember what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much yeah so anyways but uh yeah there's a guy and i don't think you yeah uh, i don't think you'd be the best choice for uh for booster gold but you know he's already got enough projects he's elvis for god's sakes i think he's uh he's had enough he doesn't do, do we need him in a superhero role too and yeah, usually happens so anyways all right guys let's go ahead and wrap this up Thank you guys for uh, spending some time with me on this Memorial Day. Appreciate it. And like I said, cheers to uh, people who have served in the military, people who, of course, lost people in the military. That's always, uh, that always sucks. And that's what this day is all about, is remembering those fallen soldiers and everything. So cheers to them. Ah, always fun, guys. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Share the stream, too. Share it on social media. Be like, hey, boom, just post it, whatever. It helps. Every little bit helps. Just like uh, joining the Patreon or being a member. Joining the member, that also helps, too. And uh, you could support uh, support my campaign to uh, grow this uh, this goose stash until Top Gun Maverick hits a billion dollars. See if that happens. It's already starting to itch. Anyways, so just not used to it. It's going to get in. We'll see what happens. See if I... See if I survive. See if I survive. That's right. Mustache rides for everybody. All right, guys. That's enough. I need a damn. All right. Talk to you later.